Welcome to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program with your hosts, Dr. Ralph Goffrey Jr. and Pastor Lenore Goffrey. This is a show that helps to equip kingdom marriages to be strong and successful. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's discussions. Hello, and thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team radio program hosted by Dr. Ralph Godfrey Jr. and First Lady Lenora Godfrey. Hello. I am your host, or I'm sorry, I'm your facilitator, Oris Ridley, and we just want to thank you for being with us today. We're so excited, and we'll mention this at the end of our program as well, but for those that are just joining, we are now on Spotify. We have a podcast on Spotify with these programs. So if you've missed any or if you just um, have the time to uh, sit up and listen to while you're doing housework or driving or any time of the day, you can visit us on Spotify at Building an Effective Marriage Team. And there are several programs already there. So we just want to just put that out there and we'll remind you at the end of the show. But today, we're going to be talking about mission, and um, we've already talked about vision, and Pastor and Lenora, Pastor Lenora shared their vision statements, Uh and they also shared their mission statements before. So that's very important in a marriage to write your vision in their workbook they have how you can even go about doing those, um, writing those things as a couple, as a married couple, as an engaged couple, yes. um, as, as a, a dating or a single person. Mm-hmm. Um, because while you're dating, you still actually are single. Absolutely. So you still have to think about those things. So um, in their workbook, like I said, they have questions that help guide you on how, how to write your vision statement and how to write your mission statement. But I want to just share here in their workbook, um, The Necessity of Oneness by Abraham and Sarah. So we all know the story of Abraham and Sarah. And if you don't, you can read that over in Genesis. Correct, Pastor? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> So it says, God gave the vision of promise and instructions to Abraham, who was the leader of his home. Sarah was to be included in the vision of promise because she was the indispensable companion who would eventually carry the promised seed. Their mission and roles were very different, but Abraham and Sarah worked together as one to accomplish the vision. So how would you... Uh, use for example and we've probably already mentioned this prior but how would you you and Pastor Lenore Sister Lenore how do you how would you say um, you you go about carrying out and then still become one in the end how would you say how would you share show give us some examples on how you're doing that as a couple so same vision different mission so with Pastor Ralph, when we first, um, well, when we were dating, I, I 
never assumed I was marrying a pastor. So that was the first <laughs> same vision, different mission. Um, but once we did get into ministry, I have, I had written down or I, I knew some of my strengths going into the marriage. He had different strengths going into the marriage. So some of those strengths were, we were able to use to flow together to accomplish the same vision. So our vision was to minister to um, people, help them restore their dreams. I think at one point we got, as a couple, we got a um, word that we would be dream restorers. So those were things we were doing, which were the same vision, um, and God had, had placed things in us to accomplish that. So Pastor Ralph started writing and, and um, developed some chapters in this book. So that was one way that he saw to deal with people and help them to restore their dreams, help them repair marriages, help them see the importance of being a team in the marriage. And then I connected to that vision and wrote from a woman's perspective. And so, um, you know, as we went along, we got opportunities to minister in churches. We got opportunities to go to a college and minister the word to students who then can take that and, and further our vision um, by taking that out and sharing it and, and reading the book and working the book. So it was, we, although we started off with different uh, missions, it all connected to the same vision. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Pastor. Oh, Clean no. up what I, <laughs> fill in. I saw, saw his face. Yeah, exactly. Like, what is she talking about? No, 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 I was just listening. I was just um, thinking about the question, but uh, just the different uh, ways we, do do things ministry just different mm -hmm. ways we just do i was really trying to think back to like when did it start you know for for what she and i do I now you know yeah. um but i always found it interesting that uh anything that i would begin to put my hands to lenora would automatically just kind of get on board and just start helping without even asking she would just sort of be like, oh, you're, if you're doing this and this, let me help you do this, this part. So um, I always found that pretty intriguing in our relationship. Uh, one of the things that I did, uh, for instance, I used to do photography prior to uh, getting into ministry and some other things. And she would, I would do weddings and she would create the book, for instance. <laughs> She'll start making a book uh, for the wedding couple, you know. Um, so it's she's always been been that way you know if 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 i start saying i'm gonna bring some guys over and just you know host and do this she'll be like okay i'll, I'll make something for you guys to eat um yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was getting ready to say like, well okay yeah and you know what it's funny you say that so you're taking it way back even when i was i loved to cook and when i was um thinking of trying to be a personal chef which i still have that desire so um, but he started, he was always tinkering with computers and um, graphic art and all that. So he had developed a booklet um, and it, it had different um, menus in it. And I, had, I was sending it out to people. They were choosing menus and I was cooking the yeah. meals. And so we had come either way when any one of us have this 
overwhelming desire to do something, the other just comes aboard and fills in where um, well, the that other person, person can do. Yes. And that was before, sorry to interject, but that was before you um, accepted... Um, before we got into ministry. Before you, know. you got into ministry. Yeah. 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 We were just just from the beginning, it's... Right. Yeah. I mean, it's always looking after each other, helping each other. And I think that becomes one of the telltale signs of uh, of a good marriage, at least in heading in the right direction. <laughs> uh, just paying attention to the other person's goals or desires. Uh, so then when we actually got into ministry not really knowing what we were going to do. Matter of fact, when we first got into men, we were both musicians, I think. We right. <laughs> she played the violin, I played guitar. And so when she would get, most people wanted her to play at their wedding. And so sometimes I would assist her in the guitar while she played the violin. I mean, that's just, we just How always, cute it's is not that? Cute. No, it's not it's cute. Not no. cute. <laughs> it was pretty ugly, actually. <laughs> so. He tried to out shine me and I had to pluck oh a few notes in between. <laughs> Hit him with the bow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, again, that, that was one of the things we just began and we've always just pinged off of each other. Just If one's going in one direction, the other would always plug in to see how we could help. But now we go back to understanding oneness and even connecting that to the missions, uh, the mission of a marriage once you get a vision uh, meaning a direction this is the direction i feel we should go in as a couple uh this is the direction i feel god has called us to as a couple uh then it, it becomes easier to understand or plug into that what role should i play in that because again understanding that us being one and walking in that oneness uh, requires us to know each other's strengths and to understand each other's weaknesses. I'm trying to read my mind. Man. Huh? <laughs> that was exactly where I was headed. Like, oh, okay. Because you work so close together, you do see that in each other and cover each other in those areas. You should, I yeah, think so. I think I we think do. So. Because we, we pay attention to each other. Uh, Lenore has more of a, for instance, even now, she has more of a... Uh, well, I'm gonna say diplomatic nature to deal with people where I'm more black and white, you know, I can take you or leave you. Well, she's more filled with grace and she, you know, embraces. Well, that helped me understood to, to understand how to be more encompassing of people in that that way. Uh, because for me, I've, I've, you know, grew up as just the only boy in my family. Uh, so it was always me paying attention to me doing me uh, but watching her uh, deal with people in a different way, it, it was funny when we were dating at one point, we were, we were riding, I think, up Columbia Parkway uh, over Ooh. near, um, okay, over near, uh, <clears throat> what's, what's the precinct or no, the, the, the rib place, Montgomery Ribs. Oh, okay. Montgomery Inn. Uh-huh. And so there was these people kind of camped out on the thing. And so she's like, oh. <laughs> we should we should stop and get them something to eat and help. And I'm looking at her like, we get up there and they'll never see us again. <laughs> so 
but that helped me understand the kind of person she is. She's more embracing and and ready to reach out to to a hurting community or a hurting group of people. Uh, and so, when you see that as a strength in her, then my weakness in not caring <laughs> becomes covered. But it helps pull you in to, to that as well because seeing that in her also helped me to develop a more compassionate attitude toward people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. And you know what? It's funny that you say that, but we, we put some packets together this um, Christmas. Yeah. And, um, you know, for some guys, and, and we just did... Um, some you know snacks and toothbrush deodorant like a and care package. yeah just a care package and it was so it's amazing although he says that initially he may not have been that type of person but as you grow together you he he took on like that nature so he was all excited going out and buying toothbrushes and, <laughs> and i said well sweetie you have to have a, a cover for the bristles we can't just give them a toothbrush so you know we complimented each other in that way and um and and just reached out to some someone who may not have had you know the essentials that we take for granted yeah so again i think in in the connecting again we're talking missions and, and vision uh, and understanding our, our weaknesses and our strengths, uh, again, it, it helps us to accomplish the things God has uh, called us to, to, to fulfill, the, the call that God has called us to fulfill. And so we have learned a lot from being with each other. We've learned to, to play off of each other. We learned to cover each other. Um, we've learned how to uh, to assist each other. Many times we do it without even blinking, without even knowing. You know, sometimes stuff would happen and it's like, oh, I forgot to do this. And she'd be like, I already, I already covered that. I already took care of that. It's like this, because I travel so much, and I don't say so much, but travel uh, often. Uh, and for instance, I retreat. So one of the things I have, you know, we have to put together rooms for, for men and she does rooms for women and whatever the case may be. But as such, being so busy, I didn't have the opportunity to do it. And so when I was coming back, or I think I called her while I was at the airport coming back to, to the country, she was saying, oh, I already took care of that part, which was great because it had to be taken care of. And so it wasn't like... Uh, I had to worry about that because that was her covering me while, again, I'm doing another part of our vision, you know what I'm saying? And on an international level, the vision that God has given us, she's taking care of that part of the vision on a domestic level, helping where out where I'm not, uh, uh, I wasn't available. So that's, that's pretty much what I think your question leads to. Yeah, <laughs> to. a couple of shows back, we kind of talked about um, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but like the intertwining, how mm -hmm. that it's almost a seamless um, uh, work that you do where one ends, the other begins, you know, after you've been together for some time and you figured out, you know, the direction where God has you going, like you said, she covered where you, you know, when you were here, she didn't wait till you got back to the con to to the states to say, "Hey, let's figure this out." She right. already knows what to do. 
because Correct. she already knows the vision and Boom, she's carrying the mission go. out you yeah. know with yeah. without you so she knows which direction to go she can make those decisions yeah, yeah. and it's important because again uh, I think for us again what God is doing in our ministry period uh, it allows it, it we have to for, for Lenore and myself we have to kind of look at each other cover each other or, or pay attention to what's going on because again uh, we do get a little busy from time to time right. and so uh, even in that we we even have to schedule almost time to, to, to do things together you know so that ministry doesn't overwhelm us and, and, and other people problems don't overwhelm us and, and I think that becomes another challenge especially to people in ministry it's a thing that they get so busy again what they'll define as for the lord that they forget to take care of their own personal business and so i don't think god really wants us to wear ourselves out in ministry where we should be at the capacity of enjoying ministry especially working together yeah and you guys, you know, I have to say, I mean, I'm looking at their book and Pastor Ralph and Sister they're not reading this. There is no script here, but in their book, they live, <laughs> they actually live what they've already put down in print. So there is this passage where it says every couple should be aware of his or her partner's strengths and weaknesses. The knowledge, this knowledge is vital to the overall performance and success of the mission. We must learn to enhance the strengths of our mate while understanding how to guard against their weaknesses. Yeah. You pretty much, yeah. you know, pretty much say it is. It's vital to the success of the mission. Oh yes, yeah. of the, yeah. Yeah, if if we're working together, and and the whole point. Um, is that we're we're not in competition. No, it's not a competition. Uh, Didn't you say other. that yesterday in service? Yes. Right. <laughs> right. 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 You almost got a few shoes thrown at you. It's not a competition. Because yeah. we all have a part to play. Working together. Yes. And you know there, and that's a one thing that is so important. If you don't understand yourself personally and the strengths that you have, and recognize weaknesses a lot of times we you know build up how good we are in certain things but we don't want to recognize where we may be a little weaker or need assistance and when you can do that individually then when you meet somebody else and they can also do that you come together and so everything you're all strength because where he's weak, I'm strong. Where I'm weak, he's strong. And then it, so, I mean, and God just knits that together and builds and builds and builds. So now, I mean, with us, it's every day we just wonder what is next? What is God gonna <laughs> do next? Where is he taking us? You know, Pastor Ralph yesterday in service was saying, you know, he may be going to, um, Bangladesh. Oh Bangladesh. Bangladesh. <laughs> you, know, you know, he had to look it up on the world map to know where is that. You know, but it's just the things that God is just doing um, are just awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Was, I had a thought and it just oh. escaped me. I should have wrote it down. <laughs> so many thoughts. So, yeah. so, yeah. so, so many, much so many going thoughts. On. I, I couldn't remember what I was going to say, but go ahead. Well, just um, as the ex, like you were saying, um, mm -hmm. 
in the back of their this chapter on mission, they have these um, exercises that you do to help you as married couples and as dating and engaged couples. You will what you have to do first is to have your vision statement. And then you have to have your mission steps outlined. But what you, once you've done that, you would list your strengths. Mm-hmm. And then there's a list for your areas of help, where you need help, where you have to recognize where you need help at. And then once you I do that, then you identify your gifts, talents, and abilities that your spouse can contribute to the mission. So these are all things that that are important that it requires conversation. It it, it does. It it requires conversation. It it requires a little time. Uh, When again, when we talk about spending time together, we're talking intimacy. But again, not from a sexual uh, nature, but more so from the exposing, the exposing of ourselves, our personal. our personal stuff, personal stuff that's hidden, personal stuff within, personal stuff that uh, allows a person to see the vulnerability of the other. And uh, one of the things we advocate that again, if if you are, are married, married, that that becomes really um, a key or essential to that marriage uh, having that intimate uh, conversation and relationship. But again, it requires you to do that with a person that you know. The reason why we we advocate that in marriage, because again, outside of marriage, me becoming that intimate with you, uh, usually if 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 you're not serious about the relationship with me, you can take that and use it, uh, or take it, and and uh, I'll say to to exploit my my weaknesses versus again being able there to help me so but i do think if we are engaged there is a level of intimacy we should walk in but sometimes until we cross that threshold of marriage there's some things i think you should hold back until we know this is solid yeah so that's funny you should say that well men in general have a hard time becoming that vulnerable you know with let alone anybody but true especially sometimes especially their spouse because they don't want you to see any weakness right. well that's the whole right that's the sad i'll say uh a sad factor in men because they are afraid for wives and spouses to see their their vulnerabilities right. uh, when it should be exposed. And well, she probably sees it anyway, but many times she doesn't say because she's protecting his, right. his feelings. Uh, and, and some men don't know how to handle that. Right. Um, but I, I've always believed that if if this is the person that we're we're do or die, this is it, and and this is the relationship. And again, we're working to to build this relationship. We're working uh, in a common effort for again for the king. Now, I'll say this: I do find that when men are not kingdom minded men are not kingdom oriented it becomes a challenge Uh, i think because we don't really understand that love when we go back to weaknesses and strength the scripture really talks about how love covers a multitude of faults 
And so her love should, I should understand that my wife loves me enough not to expose me, but enough right. to cover me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. right. And so in that, she should understand where my weaknesses are. I should be willing to show her my weaknesses so that she can cover them versus me trying to protect them myself. Because then that's where we get angry if they become exposed. And, and then we begin to uh, feel as though there's a challenge or a threat to our manhood when it's not. Right. Well, and, you know, as we're talking that's where trust comes in trusting when you do um reveal certain things that you have that open line of communication and trust where you and your spouse are working through you know realizing there may be a weakness and how can we build that up together um you know and it, it's difficult when you're dating because you are there are things that you need to you know really um, keep back bef before it, it realizing, okay, is this the one? So, and, and those things are kept for marriage. You know, I've heard several conversations from people saying, um, why didn't they talk about all this in, in marriage counseling before? Wouldn't they have known that this, this person was this way or that person was that way? And just the truth of the matter, is there are some things you just will not know until you've actually well, no, married. And, and, and yeah. some people and time. Keep, keep hidden right. from you until that time because they don't want to lose you. And so some things that need to be exposed, it's not exposed. Some mm -hmm. things that need to be kept back, you know, you let loose on. So, uh, and when a person does see some of those things, it's like, you know, do is this the person I really want right. to connect with anyway? And so uh, many times if people are trying to uh, hold back from the threat of exposure, of embarrassment, or whatever the case may be, they don't let things out. Right. But when you're about to enter into this, uh, we're saying lifelong commitment that it's supposed to be, of course, then there are things that has to be brought to the table that we need to talk about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are, and you know what? That's why I think this book needs to be the premarital book. <laughs> Actually, I think in in some respects at our church, we are some people are using it. We also had one that we used when we got married. Mm -hmm. um, that I, was a really good one. But yeah, so I, you know, yes, I agree. <laughs> we have the agree. same book, but it didn't have the the vision and the mission piece yeah. in there, which I think now uh, seeing and understanding it that would be very important to a marriage right because even if you just touched on the surface of it it puts it on your mind right. so that after you're married then it could be developed more right yeah because yes. again I, I think a couple especially when you were talking um the husband understanding what God now we're, we're again we're talking Christian marriages right so we, we we have to understand that God is is purposing this relationship and purposing us in a direction to do something in the kingdom together and so I think uh, the challenges for that couple is to understand what is that what does that look like right uh, because if not then they begin to 
have issues even in in the in a, in, in in their marriage, even as though they're although they're Christians. Right, mm-hmm. and I think there's also you know in working out these exercises for um, couples that are Christian have gotten married mm-hmm. and may not have worked out the mission, vision, and purpose. We they can still work through that and figure out okay. This was my um, strength. This is where God was showing me as an individual. This is where my God was showing my husband as an individual. God will bring that together. Mm-hmm. And you could see how he's orchestrating the, that vision to be, you know, may have different missions, but yeah. it'll be the same mission. So we thank you guys for joining us today. If you want more information, you can visit us at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. And again, you can also check us out on Spotify at Building an Effective Marriage Team Podcast. So thank you for joining us and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program. To contact us with questions or information on how to purchase our book, Or if you would like to know information about our marriage boot camps, you can go to our site at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. If you are interested in attending our Sunday morning worship service, our location is 4836 Ward Street, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45227. Again, that's 4836 Ward Street, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45227. Our Sunday morning services are held at 10 o'clock a.m. Thank you again for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program. to